Hello and greetings, everyone. In the name of Jesus Christ, this is your host, Pastor Moore, and welcome once again to the Force of Faith podcast. Remembering this, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I've attended many funerals in my life, but nothing like the one for my mother. She was the rock of our family and raised me alongside my stepfather. On the day of her funeral, I was overwhelmed by the display of disrespect coming from the pastor presiding over the service when she was aware of me being present as a minister. She exclaimed, I will pray seeing there are no other ministers in the house. After reluctantly allowing her to preach the eulogy upon the request of my sister, I felt hurt and disrespected at my own mother's funeral. To this day, that funeral and the mourning that took place after have stuck with me for one reason. I was asked almost a week after the funeral why I had not cried over the death of my mother. Why was I not mourning? The answer to those questions lies in the words of Isaiah, particularly Isaiah 61 and 3, and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, and the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and the garment of praise instead of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of splendor. Let us take this time to look deeper at the context of this verse and what it means for us today. What does beauty for ashes mean? Isaiah 61 and 3 is a beautiful picture of what Christ can do for the mourning people of Israel and the ones hurting today. When we examine the verse, we learn that Christ is the joy giver He gives a joy that extends beyond the surface. Christ releases us from the bondage that sorrow brings. Our sorrows can leave us feeling defeated sometimes. When we fully give ourselves over to God, our view of trouble and sorrow of life changes. The circumstances may be the same, but we change the glass we look through. It is possible to live while the storm rages, but God remains the calm in the storm. He gives us a source of joy to get us through it. Everything we go through in this life contributes to the end when we spend eternity in heaven. The phrase in Isaiah 61 and 3 make the meaning of this verse even more powerful. When Isaiah writes the words beauty for ashes, 
he uses the Hebrew language that cannot be translated into English. The Hebrew word for beauty used here refers to headdress, turban, and tyro. God is stating that he's going to wipe out the ashes upon your head and replace it with a beautiful headdress. Isaiah also tells us we will be anointed with oil. This was common uh, practice in his time and uh, was usually done in the time of festivity. God also going to clothe his people with a garment of praise. The language here is speaking of the garment that would be dyed in bright colors. Lastly, Isaiah speaks of oaks of righteousness. Trees represents people, and the mighty oak of righteousness shows us that in Christ we are strong. What is the context of Isaiah 61 and 3? Beauty of ashes. Isaiah was a prophet who delivered pognate messages to the Jews. In his writings, he starts with the topic of judgment. And Isaiah tells the people of God will pour out judgment and justice to his chosen people. Praise God. Historically, the Israelites people have been involved in many battles. They had been in captivity of enemy groups such as the Assyrians and the Babylonians. Kings such as Jehoshaphat, Uzziah, and Hezekiah were vital to the delayed capture of Judah by the more merciful Babylonians. The light of this book is when Isaiah reminds the Jews that even though God will judge the people, he will also pour out his love and favor for them. The theme of judgment, repentance, and forgiveness has been happening since the Israelites entered the wilderness. When we look at our verse in question here, we need to take a moment and discuss what verse one and two means. In verse one, Isaiah says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. This is a reference to the Christ that was to come. Jesus uses these verses to refer to himself while here on earth. Further on in the verse of one and two, we learn that the one who has the spirit upon him will also mend the brokenhearted, preach the good news and comfort and proclaim freedom to captivity. This is exactly what Jesus was sent to earth to do. God knew we needed a redeemer before 
he ever sent his son to die for us. Praise God. Now, why will God comfort those who moan? Why will he do this? Our God is a God of comfort. He sent his son to die for us so that we may have life more abundantly. Jesus tells us in John 10 and 10, the thief comes only but to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that ye may have life and have it more abundantly. God sent his son to be a shepherd to his people. He desires that no one experience an earthly life of sorrow and an eternal life of hell. It is clear that God would send his only son to die on the cross for the purpose of saving us. Then God would comfort those who are moaning. Our moaning cannot become the thief that destroys us. Praise God. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthews 5 that blessed were those that moan for they will be comforted. This was his promise, and we know that God never breaks a promise. Countless times in the scriptures, we are reminded that God will be our comforter. When he comforts us, we can do what he created us for, and that is to glorify and praise him. May God bless you. And may God's richest and best be yours.